What a good dad. What a good dad. Yeah, what a great dad. What a good father. He's waiting for his son. That's love. He's waiting in anticipation for his son. His heart is broken because his son has left. How painful. Think about that. That's God the Father. Think about that. He runs to his son. That's how badly he wants to forgive him. That's how badly he wants to celebrate. That's how badly and quickly he wants to tell his son how much he loves him, how much he misses him, how happy he is that he's back, that he's come to his senses, that he gets it, that he sees what he always had and had lost, and now it's back there for him again. He's humbled. The son is humbled. Treat me as one of your hired servants is what he wanted to say, and he didn't even get to that. His dad already just started speaking. Let's start to celebrate. Forget that. You're my son. <laughs> no way. You're my son. You've always been my son. And God the Father would say, I don't change. You've changed, but I'm still your dad, and you're still my son, and I'm going to treat you as my son. You have to change. God won't change. God's awesome. God's full of compassion. God is love. He can't change. He is love. He can't be what he, except what he is. Thank God. And maybe we're sitting there thinking, I don't believe this, or it's too hard to believe, or it's just a story, or, or I have this, or it just seems too good to be true. Well, it is good, and it is true. It is good, and it is true, and God helps us to believe it. First, God said it, and then God gets on a cross so that we can be saved, that we can be healed to believe it and empowered to be converted which in Latin means to turn. Convertere means to turn. We had turned our backs on God. Nobody likes it when you're talking to them and you turn your back on them. It's like, hey, you don't turn your back on me, right? It hurts. It hurts because we are human and we express ourselves by our actions. So if I don't want to listen and I turn on my back, I've shown what's within, even in expressing it. We had turned our backs on God. So the Son comes to us. And his name is Jesus, and we know that. And he doesn't turn his back on his Father. All the way through the cross, to reconcile us back to the Father, the Father who is good. In the cross, we have the power to turn. So Christ is facing his Father. He loves his Father. 
And he's the son and we're adopted in Christ. We're baptized. We become children. He's the natural son. He's God. We're not. So we're adopted children. We're not God, but we're like God. And so now we have the power, even in suffering, to continue to be in dialogue with the Lord and to not give up because he holds us there. He gives us the power to turn and to face our Father and to remain there. That's a big deal. That's what's being represented at Mass. The greatest love to lay down one's life for one's friends. It's being represented. The Son in our place. Suffering for us. He's done the heavy lifting. Our Lent is to say sorry, to grow closer, to do some penance, to make, you know, to make up for our sins. But the heavy lifting, the work has been accomplished. Jesus did it. But we're not puppets. We're meant to cooperate, to walk with the Lord. And so we do penance. What a dignity that we have to participate in the work of salvation, to be part of it. That's a lot of dignity because we can't save ourselves and we have not saved ourselves, but yet we still participate. That's powerful. You know, I didn't always go to church growing up. And for many years, I lived outside of God's grace. And I knew. I was aware. And about every six months, a thought would come into my mind of confession and the reality that I was going to go to hell if I didn't go to confession. I knew that. And it would freak me out for about one second, and then I would push it all the way back. And that would happen about every six months for years. My grandma in Italy was praying every day up to 17 rosaries a day, one for each member of the family, and she was praying to Padre Pio. Yeah. And then at around 16 years old, I went to confession and started going back to Sunday Mass, just like that. With the help of people who were helping me, but it wasn't on my own, but it wasn't still perfect. I still wanted to do my own thing. I'd go to mass, I'd be in and out of sin, I'd get back to confession, go to college, in a rock band, doing whatever I wanna do, because I didn't listen to anybody except what I wanted until I hit rock bottom again. And there I could hear the Lord because I was humbled not of my own choosing, but I was put into a humbled place because everything I tried was just not working. And then the Father just runs to me. That's what he does for everybody. He did, because I said sorry, and I meant it. I wasn't perfect at it, but I meant it. I really meant it. I said sorry, 
I went to confession again. And thank God, he takes me back again. A hundred percent. He doesn't shame us at all, ever. That's the devil's job. That's not a fun job. That's a job he chooses. God doesn't shame us. We feel shame because of our sin, but God doesn't shame us. He doesn't condemn us. Love doesn't do that. Because God wants us to come back to life. He wants us to be full of life. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be alive. He wants the human person to be animated and able to use all the gifts he's given it for the sake of others, to help bring them to life. We're the image and likeness of the living God, the living God who is goodness itself. Such a powerful, that's why these readings today, we're halfway and the church as a mother has given us uh, a moment to, to recognize, rejoice. Don't lose heart, be encouraged. Look, look at their eating off the land, right? The manna stopped, right? Be reconciled. You're a new creation, you're new. Whatever sins you have or had, continue to have, God keeps making you new. Keep giving them to him, right? It's what he told to St. Jerome. Think in Bethlehem. After he spent, I don't know, 40 years translating the Bible into Latin. And he was trying to give God all these things, his penances, his fasting. And, and I think Jesus said, you still haven't given me what I want or something like that. And he said, what else do I have to give you? He said, give me your sins. Give me your junk. Give me the ugly stuff. All the good stuff I gave you. And that's good too. <laughs> that's good, right? Not good too. That's good. The sins are bad. Huh? Yeah, but give me your sins because I want to take everything and make you new. If you hold on to that, even if you're forgiven, if you hold on to your misery and you don't hand it over, you're going to remain somewhat miserable. He told St. Faustina, give me your misery. Because we are his, we belong to God. And only God can heal us. So whatever sin we have, if we're kind of compromised and thinking I can live with this sin, we can't live with that sin. No, we can't live with that sin. I, I do everything else, but I've got this one sin or two sins. I can live with it. No, you can't. You can't live with that sin. You cannot. You must give it over to Jesus. If you want to live, you must give it over to Jesus. And he'll take it and he'll give you new life. He'll make you happy. Will it hurt? Yeah, it will hurt to give it over. Will there be less pleasure of sin? Yeah, sure but the sin is killing us. It's not leading us to happiness. We have to give it. Even if it's the same sin all the time, then keep giving it to him. But don't live one foot with Jesus somewhat and then one foot with sin, not wanting to change, being content with 
the sin. Don't be content with what brings us death. Don't be content with that. It will bring death. It will. There will be a moment where this life ends and there will be no more time. The Lord says now is the time of salvation. Now, if today you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts, please. Please don't harden your hearts. They belong to Jesus. And Our Lady loves us. She loves me and she loves you very much. Don't let her tears be in vain. Let her have tears of joy to see us come back to her son who gave his life for every one of us. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.